What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I am your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo, Dean Montalbano. Fellas, how are we feeling? We got a fun episode for the people today. We got a PPR Superflexed Dynasty Rookie Draft. We're tying a bow on this class because next week starts our summer scouting. Let's go. So we're all going to draft quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, tight end, and one super flex. How are we feeling, fellas? Yeah, we're, I mean, we're men of the people. We know they got some rookie drafts coming up in Dynasty. We still got one more to do. So let's get let's let them know the BTT official rankings of the uh, of this year's class. I know Dean's going to fuck it up, but that's why we got him. <laughs> no. Every league's, every league's got one fucking L7 weenie. Oh, God. I love that you brought that up because it's it's – not only evident, it's indisputable that I run our fantasy league. So it's okay, Ray. It's dynasty too upset. This is dynasty, so you know what? I'll actually you're actually a thousand percent correct. I'll be horrible, but uh I'm excited to give my input and hopefully I get some right. Dalton Kincaid 1.01. <laughs> Before we start. Uh, this rookie mock draft got some big news for the podcast. Big news for the people. We have signed a deal with the Underdog Podcast Network. Everybody, clap it up for for the boys of BTT. So we will be joining Underdog Podcast. Big thank you to everybody who got that deal done for us. We're super pumped. Um, you can find all their podcasts at underdogpodcast.com and on YouTube at youtube.com/slash the underdog. BTT will be up there shortly on their feed, so stay tuned for that. We will still be on our regular Spotify and Apple Pod feed as well, if that's where you find us. Um, but we're excited for uh, for this new venture for, for BTT. Let's get into the mock draft. We're going to randomize this order. Um, right, call it one through three. How many times are we randomizing it? Oh, two. There's one. And there's two. The order is Ray, myself, and then Dean. So I'm picking in the two spot. Woof, that sucks. Does it? And Ray, you're on the clock. So we I are doing snake. That's kind of suck. We are, we are doing snake. So Dean, you're going to have the back-to-back at the three. And then Ray, you'll have back-to-back in the second round. So Ray, you are on the clock at the 101. Yeah, I mean, this is a no-brainer in any uh, any – Dynasty draft that you have this year, Bijan's going one one all day every day. He's going to be true every down running back who has the receiver skills. So in PPR in particular, like this league, he's just going to be dominant. He'll be, I think, he'll be a first round pick in redraft leagues from the jump. So this is a no brainer. Yeah, it's pretty. uh I was looking at some ESPN rankings today, just in redraft. He's the running back three on ESPN just in redraft right now. That's kind of insane. I don't know if that's a major overreaction to the player. He's a really talented player, obviously. But uh to put him ahead of some some guys like Saquon Barkley who just had a major year. Josh Jacobs who just had a major year. Like pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, but he's fresh. He's gonna be getting a ton of workload in that offense. Let's be real. Yeah. They're gonna run the shit out of the ball. We know what uh they really are big Artie Smith likes doing down there. So yeah. He's gonna get a lot. He's gonna get the workload. It's just if he holds up, I think that's really what's gonna come come down to. But even so, like Algiers should be able to um, give him a, like a little bit of a breath, especially in some short yardage situations. So I think and that old line is that old line is serious. That old line is one of the best in the league, and obviously, like you said, this is gonna be one of the most run happy teams in the league. So even with Algiers taking some work, 
Bijan is going to get his, I would say three and, you know, three or even four in redraft is a bit, a bit too rich for me personally, but I wouldn't be shocked if he's one, you know, RB one. I would be pretty shocked, honestly, if he was RB one, but uh, let's get, let's get to my pick. I'm at the the one, two, I'm taking Anthony Richardson, um, especially in a dynasty league. I just want this guy's upside moving forward. I love the fit with him and Shane Steichen in this Colts offense, but this rushing upside for fantasy football is just too great to overcome for these other quarterbacks, even though I had Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud ranked ahead of him in our official rankings, but this is fantasy football. The rushing, as we've seen in the past few years, just makes so much of a difference for guys. Um, So I got Anthony Richardson at the 1-2. Reach! I'm so happy you took a rich there. I'm actually so happy. I, call me crazy. Breach, but... it's a rookie draft. <laughs> <laughs> call, call, call me crazy, but this is also a super flex. So you you do have the opportunity to play two quarterbacks. And I am thrilled that, in my opinion, I get quarterback one and quarterback two. I love the depth of this RB class. And there are good enough wide receivers, I think, that I can get, especially in a PPR format like this. So give me Bryce Young and CJ Stroud. Like that. We were uh, we were discussing before the pod, whoever was at three is at a, a pretty big advantage in terms of your super flex rankings, getting two of the quarterbacks who are going to be starting Moving forward, um, can't hate on that at all. I'm going to come back. Um, you're you said you're in love with this running back depth. I'm not in love with this high end running back depth to start. Um, and in a three man draft, feel like these wide receivers I can wait on a little bit. So I'm going to take Jameer Gibbs, um, the only other running back right now outside of Bijan Robinson who has a clear defined role on the team that he was drafted, taken in the first round. So. Um, can't hate taking on taking Gibbs there at in the second round. Ray, you got the back to back here. Who are you going with? It's a pretty whack spot for me. I'm just gonna be straight up, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll wait on quarterback. Fuck it. I'll let you fucking two bozos do whatever you want to do. Uh, I'm gonna go Jordan Addison with my first pick. I just love the spot that he got drafted, and I think him and uh, Jay Jeff together complement each other really well. He's gonna take over Thielen's role as number two option in that offense right away so i think the target share is going to be there i think long term and short term it's going to be the uh the value play and then i'll follow that up with i'll take dean's guy dalton kincaid stick him at tight end i think he's going to be the number two i think he may be the number two potentially i mean no i think he'll be the number two target on that team immediately i think he's just too much of a unique chess piece for that them in buffalo another guy who i think is gonna get a lot of targets especially down in the red zone so i love i like the upside they said he was. They said he they, he was struggling to find a role for him right now. Um, curious to see what they work up throughout the off season, but obviously, the number one uh, pass catching option in terms of tight ends in this class. Man, do I just go Will Levis and smoke Ray out of all the quarterbacks? Go yeah, ahead. I, I, I got someone. I, I would take. love it. <laughs> Ray's gonna Ray's gonna be taking Aiden O'Connell next round. Um, <laughs> Also, oh, I wanted to talk about Addison and some of these wide receivers before I before I make this pick. I was thinking about the four guys who got who got taken in the first round between JSN, Addison, Quentin Johnson, Zay Flowers. JSN taken first of all of those guys. 
What are the odds that he has the lowest amount of points in year one at least? I feel like it's pretty high. No, I disagree. He's coming in as wide receiver three on that team. I feel like the other guys, while Quentin Johnson is also the wide receiver three, I guess they have injury history on, on the Chargers. It's Zay, possible. I'm not sure about, but I don't know. I, I think I, I'm staying away year, in year one, but I think this this dynasty. Up, I think this year is set up perfect for him. I actually kind of get more concerned after like a year or two. I think out of the gate, they're going to just scheme up stuff for just him in the middle of the field all day long while the outsides are being gashed and not only gashed, but threatened by Lockett and DK as well as with that run game. I feel like, I feel like they're going to give him a great opportunity just to have a ton of catches. He might not get a ton of touchdowns, or even like a, I don't even expect him to have a great yards per reception kind of statistics, but I could see him getting pretty comfortably seventy balls. He, I feel like he's like one of the best floor p- plays the first few years as far as these guys go. Yeah, I kind of agree with Dean in the sense where I think he's going to have a defined role uh, from the jump, and I think that unlike Quentin Johnson and Zay Flowers, I think he's more of an underneath guy where he's not going to rely on the deep ball. I, I, I question how many targets and just catches overall Quentin Johnson and Zay Flowers are going to get in their respective offenses. Mm So me personally, I'll take the same. I would rather take the safer play uh, JSN, but. Right. Yeah. I was just trying to play a little devil's advocate. You know, he was taken first, but I think he may have a a lesser role to start, but I am going to take JSN here um, as my first wide receiver off the board. So Dino, you are up. Awesome. Well, I, I was able to secure both my quarterbacks. Feel great about that. Now I got to work on both running back and wide receiver. I was praying and hoping, and I really thought I would be able to get uh, Kincaid here, which which would have been a dream draft for me. I'm really leaning at Devon A-Chain, but considering I am going to lack the depth at running back and wide receiver because I did go quarterback, quarterback, I kind of – don't want to go with the home run play that I feel a Devon A chain is. So I'm going to first go. Damn, I really want to take the horn frog and Kendra Miller, but um damn. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. I'm gonna take Devon A chain as one of the guys, actually. Uh, because I don't like where we're at right now with Charbonnet uh sharing that backfield. We have seen P. Carroll offenses for running backs be an absolute nightmare as far as committee goes. Uh, and then my second pick, I'm going to take. I'm going to take a wide receiver here. I think I'm going to take Quentin. I really think the 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 injury history of this wide receiver room is actually appalling. You know, between Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, they're good to both be missing like four to six games or be limited in at least half the season. So give me Quentin Johnson. Nice. I don't hate that. Um, picking second really sucks when you guys got these back to backs. Um, all right. I'm going to go back to the running back position here because it's just shallow, man. I'm going to go Kendra Miller. I think Alvin Kamara suspension looming. Um, could be on his way out to in in the next year. Um, and Jamal Williams, that's just a stopgap. And I think Kendra Miller is going to take over this backfield possibly next year. Um, so I like his upside. Might not be the play in year one, but uh, I can wait on him 
for for year two for sure. So I got Kendra Miller in the fourth round here, and it's back to Ray for your back to back. Yeah, so I mean, first I'll, I'll take Will Levis off the top. Not sure if he's going to start right away, but he's got a job starting next year. So in a in dynasty terms, it's not a bad not, not a bad pick, especially in this spot that I got fucking hosed in. Uh, <laughs> and then to follow up, this is where it's a little interesting. Um, I think I'm just going to go. I'm going to take. I'm going to take Charbonnet, and just hope to God that Pete Carroll's uh, history of using backfields like that come through and. Kenneth Walker banged up a little bit last year, so maybe hope for an injury, as bad as that sounds. <laughs> yeah, that sounded pretty bad. I mean, it's not a bad spot. Ray's showing his true colors. I mean, Kenneth got Walker dealt, dealt with some injuries last year, so. <laughs> got, got, got to go talent over in the spot. I got, just There's no clear opportunity. I don't think like anyone below him has like an opportunity that really shine. Mm. So I'll just take the talent and hope see how it packs, uh, like, works out. All right. All right, I'm going to take the last of the receivers that went in the first round. I'm going to take Zay Flowers here. Just too much talent to pass up here, and I don't really believe in the rest of the wide receiving core staying healthy uh, this year or moving forward between Odell and, and Bateman. So I got Zay. I'm cur- I'm really curious to see how that Baltimore offense looks this year. I, it's going to look crazy different. Are they going to be taking a ton of deep shots? Zay Flowers are a guy in that, if that's the case. So. Yeah. Is this, I think there's just so much unknown in Baltimore that like I don't know how to view them as a team going forward right now. I don't know if it's just me. No, you're not wrong. And um, for fantasy purposes, too, I mean, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson. How many less carries does he take in this offense compared to uh, the, the Greg Roman offense? It's, it's going to be really interesting for, for his fantasy value, especially with these top quarterbacks now, Hurts and Allen. And I mean, I'm going to throw Anthony Richardson with his legs here too. It's you need it to be a top five quarterback, unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Uh, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I guess, but it's just me. But I think people over overhyped the legs a little bit. I think I don't think Lamar's going to be running as much this year. I do think. I think it's just it's just a floor play with your with the legs. Oh, you're talking about in terms of fantasy, aren't you? Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. We're doing yes. a fan. Okay. We're doing yes. a fantasy no. draft. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I was I, I was in real. We talk about Lamar. So I was I was in real life. Mode. I said yes, in, yes, I said real. in fantasy terms. That's okay. Fair. Gotcha. Okay, so that's fair. We're in fantasy land. It's fair. Yeah. Yeah. We are. All right, Dino. You got your back to back here. All right. Um, I'm going to share my running back position. I'm really leaning on Roshan Johnson, but. With Khalil Herbert, you know, obviously DeMont is gone, but with Khalil Herbert there, I really do think that the David Montgomery uh, moving on was really more of a sign of approval on Khalil Herbert. I feel like they really like him, and I know they got Roshan Johnson, a guy who has no tread on those tires and a potential guy who can come in and be a a really good one-two punch with him. But I, I, I'm going to lean a guy had I had hired by one spot in my running back rankings. And a guy I think is going to be in a position where the backfield is going to be wide open. And that's going to be in Tennessee, and that's going to be with Tajay Spears. I think that Derrick Henry, I mean, I feel like most people think Derrick Henry is either one of two things within the year or two, is going to finally, you know, have the 8 million carries he's taken in his NFL career, really wear and tear on him and, deem him you know probably out of the league or 
he's going to be moving on as we expected him to do this offseason. He, he might even still be gone this offseason. It would not be crazy. So I'm going to take Tajay Spears and sure up the running back. Now, I have a lot of faith that my wide receiver of choice is going to come back here. So I'm going to take the tight end that I think is in a little bit, uh, uh, just one step ahead of everyone else in fantasy terms. And that's going to be Sam Laporta for Detroit. He's going to be awesome at in the in the past game. We saw it in college. There already are reports in OTAs and in these mini camps that he's flashing and he looks great as a receiver out there. So uh, I'll take Sam Laporta. No like Dalton that. Kincaid though. Like that. All right. So I'm looking at one of these super flex spots. I think I can wait on the tight end now. Um, I'm picking between two guys. <sighs> Just trying to decide which one I want, though. You know what? I'm going to take the stack. I'm going to take Josh Downs. I think he's going to have an awesome year in the slot. I think he's going to be a security blanket for Anthony Richardson to start. Um, And in a PPR league, I think he's just going to be a machine. uh, 100 catches in the next few years for for Josh Downs. So I like that in the the super flex. Word sauce. Where do you take my guy? (laughs) <laughs> you got your boy here spoiler alert he fucking knew i was taking downs next pick so that's why i did it but i'll just <laughs> let, let, give the fans a nice peek behind the curtain Dude, I thought, you know what's you know what's actually funny i thought i thought you would be looking somewhere else ray i know you like the colts but i thought you'd be looking somewhere else with this uh with, to sure up to finish off your wide receivers at least i mean i was looking at those two guys well, I will take the second <laughs> of the two. I will, I'm going Jonathan Mingo with my first yeah. pick. That's uh, as everyone knows, I'm a big Mingo guy. So uh, I think that in this offense in particular, I think he's just a unique player. I think they're going to use him in space a lot. He's got the size. So I think he's got all the potential in the world. Kind of reminds me of A.J. Brown a little bit. Um, yeah, and full disclosure, Josh Downs and Jonathan Mingo in our actual dynasty. Those were my two picks. That's why I, that's why I know Sauce knew. Fucking prick. <laughs> uh, and then I'll follow up my last pick. I'll just take the opportunity here. I'll go Rasheed Rice. Not that high on the player, but I think there's uh, there's wide receiver one position to be had in that team. He's got the size. He's had a production in college. So let's see if maybe he can uh, grab take the horse by the reins and take over that job. Nice. Yeah, I, I like that. I think there were a few guys that, that you could have picked between, but uh... – I don't hate that upside moving forward with, with Mahomes. Um, I'm going to round out my draft. I had to pick my tight end here. I'm going to go Michael Mayer, best tight end left on the board. I think uh fills a role and a need for, for this Raiders team after Darren Waller moved on. And Foster Moreau is also gone. I think they brought in, uh, who'd they bring in? Austin Hooper? Yeah. That guy has, how many years straight has Austin Hooper been like, Oh, Austin Hooper's like a top twelve tight end fantasy, and he's always miserable. Dude, just that one year in Atlanta. Yeah, Michael Michael Mayer is going to be the tight end one. Look, he was so good though. Um, so I got I got Michael Mayer to round out my draft. Dino, you're on. You got your last pick here, and you're looking for a wide receiver. Yeah. Um. Damn. There's a. There's honestly a lot of solid ones right here. Uh, I would. Potentially lean a Jaden Reed, who who I think could be a factor for Jordan Love, and I think Jordan Love has a great opportunity to have a very solid year. 
Jalen Hyatt, I had ranked highest among all the uh, receivers left uh, for the G-Men. And I definitely wanted to lean there. But I have this weird feeling about Marvin Mims, my sixth-rated wide receiver. I had him rated over the likes of like a Josh Downs, a a Jonathan Mingo. I was very high on him. And I really think he is going to be finally the receiver that like actually emerges in this Bronco offense with Sean Payton. Judy has been solid at times, but overall very underwhelming. Sutton obviously got injured. Hamler honestly sucks. So I think Marvin Mims is going to be a, a great dynasty play, and I and I really like his upside going into the future. Don't talk shit about my boy KJ. As Hamler, I say, bro, you just shit, you just shit on state right in front of sauce. Sorry, <laughs> just dude. Don't I'm th- huge. I'm a huge state guy, but Hamler's just not it dog just just don't do not it him. ever again not him as the kids would say all right we're gonna go through uh each of our teams right you want to read out your team first yes sir uh so at qb i got will Le- which i go cute Q- i go position yeah, yeah, yeah go in that order it's Q- easy Q- okay qb i got will levis uh running backs got Bijan robinson and zach charbonnet uh spoiler alert they're my running backs one and two so i got i got my guys wide receiver <laughs> uh jordan addison jonathan mango and rasheed rice and then at tight end, Dean's man, Dalton Kincaid. Nice. What about you, Dino? Quarterback, I got Bryce Young. I have my running backs as Devon A. Chain and Tajay Spears. Receiver. Do I love that? At wide receiver, I got Quentin Johnston and Marvin Mims. Tight end, I have Sam Laporta. And then this just separates, you know boys from the men let's be real i have cj shroud as my super flex the only one with two quarterbacks yeah you're also the only one who doesn't have a starting running back <laughs> that ain't true dog Devon <laughs> man dude raheem mostert hasn't played three healthy games in a row yeah my boy jeff wilson is calling ring ring um, i do like jeff wilson dalvin cook ever heard of him yeah all right i'll, I'll round us out here quarterback i have anthony richardson two running backs i got jameer gibbs and kendra miller my three wide receivers, Jack Smith and Jigba, Zay Flowers, and Josh Downs. I fucking love that core. And then my tight end is Michael Mayer. All right, let's do some long shots. Maybe not some long shots, but some guys later in the draft that we like. We're going to go one for each of us at each position. Right, who's a quarterback that you like late in Dynasty rookie drafts? So stick with me on this one, and this is you have to have a taxi squad in order to be, make this pick. So I hope if you're in Dynasty League, you have – Taxi squad where you can stash this guy, but I'm I'm going Clayton Tune. Uh nice. Tyler hurt. Who knows if he's gonna even pl- uh suit up this year and be healthy? Who's their starter? Is Colt McCoy technically their starter? Colt McCoy is the starter. Colt McCoy's their starter. He gets hurt with a strong gust of wind. So Clayton Tune could see the field this year. Um <laughs> so I I'm gonna go him and just hope that he gets some playing time. I think he can get some playing time if you're really needy at quarterback in a super flex league like this is and like my team is right now. I think he's a play right there. Nice. Dino, what about you? Um, I this is hard because I feel like saying Bennett, Stenson Bennett is not as much of a sleeper off of ADP. So I'm going to say my guy in Jaron Hall, uh backup for Kirk Cousins on Minnesota. He BYU quarterback. I feel like if he was not undersized, I feel like he would get a lot more respect put on his name. He was my quarterback six. And honestly, when I watched his tape, I was very shocked he didn't get more talked about. He ended up getting drafted higher than most people thought, so at least NFL GMs see it the same way. 
Kirk Cousins, we don't know really what his future is going to be. We we keep saying, oh, one more year with Kirk. They can't do it with Kirk, stuff along those lines. I I feel like he's been doing great, but there's going to be a tipping point at one point, and who knows if Jaron Hall will be there to uh, pick up the candlestick. Nice. I'll round us out here. I'm going to go with Aiden O'Connell. Um, the situation in Las Vegas right now with Jimmy G is just up in the air, waiting to see what, what happens with his medical issue. Uh, this guy could see the field this year. Who knows? And he has Devontae Adams to throw to. So I love that upside and taking a long shot on a on a quarterback late in a rookie draft. Let's move over to the running back position. I'll start us out here. Um, a guy that I like is is Dwayne McBride. Uh, we're all aware of, of the Dalvin Cook issue right now that he's not going to be there. Um, Dwayne McBride is now the backup in Minnesota, I don't see them giving Madison the full, full workload just yet. Um, so I do think Dwayne McBride gets on the field this year, maybe in some some short yardage situations, vultures a couple touchdowns. Um, so Dwayne McBride, my rookie long shot uh, at the running back position. Dino, what about you? This is a no-brainer for me. I love the situation he's in. I think he's going to be very solid in the NFL. And that's going to be Sean Tucker out of Syracuse. He is now a Buccaneer. Obviously, playoff Lenny is gone. So you just have Rashad White, who I loved coming out. And I think he's going to be awesome. And I think he was great at times last year. I think he's going to be great, but he is for sure not a workhorse back at all. He was very inefficient running the ball. He is great out of the backfield, though. Very solid and pass pro. But he's just not going to be a guy who's going to be in even 65% of snaps, to be honest with you. And I feel like that frees up a Sean Tucker to come play as a rookie quick. And uh, he gives you gives you vibes of a muscle hamster who is also a Buccaneer. So give me Sean Tucker. Nice. Ray, what about you? Uh, I'm going Zach Evans, the uh, former old Miss running back now with the Rams. I just think with uh, Cam Akers, he's been in and out of favor with that regime for a while now. And he's don't to boot, he gets hurt pretty often as well. I think that McVay wide zone scheme running backs can just pop off in a big way, especially day three running backs. And Zach Evans, former five-star recruit, he split time with uh, Jutkins last year at Ole Miss. So a little bit less wear and tear on the body. And he's someone who could be a three down back. So I think there's a ton of potential where if somehow Cam Akers goes down, sure. He'll maybe him and crying Williams will have to uh, split some carries for a little bit, but I think he'll, he'll, he'll end up taking over that job. Yeah, I like that one too. He's a he's a guy I've targeted in a few of in a few of our dynasty leagues. Uh, let's move to the wide receiver position. Ray, you want to start us up here, wide receivers? Yeah, I mean, come okay, on. yeah, come on. He's if, if anyone's ever listened to an episode, yeah. knows where, where I'm going here. I'm going Chuck oh, Jones. I wanted to take it for. A uh, I wasn't going to do it. I mean, what he go third round or fourth round in uh, the actual draft? I don't know if anyone knows. Uh, he time. went outside the hundred, but not by a ton. I think uh, like in the fourth round. So, fourth? so I mean. I think he's going to come into the Bengals and be uh wire receiver four immediately, but Boyd's probably gone after this year. They have to cut some costs with a Burrow contract coming, um, a Higgins contract coming, eventually a Chase contract coming. So they have to get a little cheaper at the wire receiver three. And he's someone who can just, he runs routes. He has speed to win deep, uh, really solid hands. So I think he can end up being a real steal in a fourth or fifth round of a dynasty draft. Maybe not this year. He's probably like the one, who has the least chance to be a, a major contributor this year, but two years, 
three years down the line, I think you're going to love that pick. All right. Do you know what about you? You're making this pick with a deep, deep taxi squad, but I feel like this is a fun one, uh, and I can't not share it. And that's going to be Bryce Ford Wheaton, a, a very high oh. priority undrafted free agent for the G-Men. This wide receiver room lacks talent and just gets injured all the time. I mean, besides Hodgins and besides Richie James is gone. I really like them for him. Besides besides Hodgins and Darren Waller, who they just got as tight end, and their rookie wide receiver in Jalen Hyatt. I've been hearing that they love Bryce Ford Wheaton. They got him immediately, scooped him up. Shout out Nikki out of West Virginia. I thought he was a guy who, who deserved to be drafted. He showed that he can get targeted at a high volume and really be that guy. He goes and gets it, and he is awesome at using his body. He has all the athleticism that you want. I was honestly shocked he wasn't drafted. So give me – if you have like a 40-person taxi squad, take uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, I'll round us out here at the wide receiver position with uh, with Michael Wilson, who was drafted to the Arizona Cardinals. Not the best situation in year one, obviously, with, with Kyler – dealing with an ACL injury, but this team, this wide receiver core is just tiny, absolutely tiny. Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, Greg Dortch, 5'9", 5'7", 5'7". It's pretty insane that that's their top three right now. Michael Wilson comes in 6'2", 215 pounds, big play receiver, really good route runner. So I like his upside, maybe not in year one, but in year two moving forward. Uh, to be a part of this cord, to be the big body weapon uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. So Michael Wilson, my pick for the wide receivers. Dino, let's turn it over to you for the tight ends. Who you like as a as a late tight end pick? Come on, Sauce. This is a no-brainer. I'm so happy I start off on the tight ends at least. And that's going to be Zach Kuntz. He is not Kuntz, Kuntz whatever. Uh, he is the most athletic. He tested as the most, most athletic tight end prospect ever since like 1980. So basically ever, because no one before 1980 was as athletic as a guy right now in 2023. And out of Old Dominion, he's obviously drafted by the Jets. And I mean, he's a specimen, 6'8", 250. He's it. And this is not only a tight end room that it has, you know, some pieces. We, the Jets were able to draft a, um, oh my gosh. Right, Ohio State tight end. I'm blanking. Jeremy Ruckert. They got Ruckert last year, didn't play a snap at all, but he is showing up in training camp. They have really an opening at tight end, and C.J. Ozama just got hurt, and Zach Kuntz could be a guy who, who knows, in two, three years is a guy that's a possible player for them. Nice. Ray, what about you? Uh, not as deep as a sleeper as Dean just pulled out, but uh, I'm going to go with Brenton Strange with the Jaguars. Second-round pick. I think this makes all the sense in the world. This is uh, not this year, but this is going to be next year. He's going to come up big. Uh, Evan Ingram's on the tag right now. I don't think he got extended to a long, long-term long deal, so that kind of move tight end spot, which is what Jacksonville loves to use, is going to be open after this year. I think they invested highly in Strange. I think it shows that they're gonna. He's kind of like the heir apparent to Evan Ingram, who just gets a ton of workload in this offense. So I think you pair him with a Trevor Lawrence for the long term, the tight end that you want. That he could end up being a starting tight end fantasy purposes in a year. 
Yeah, I like that one, especially with Ingram coming off. And uh, I mean, they got a lot of weapons, but who knows what the, the future of for Calvin Ridley holds and, and some of those other guys. So could have a big upside in year two. Like you said, I like that one. I'm going to go with the second tight end that the Green Bay Packers took. I'm going to go with Tucker Craft. Um, they obviously drafted Luke Musgrave before Tucker Craft, but ended up taking both of those guys. And, and kind of like you said, they love those move tight ends. They love the guys who are going to be the inline blockers uh, for Green Bay. And that's exactly what Tucker Craft is, uh, way more than than Luke Musgrave. I think Luke Musgrave's going to get a little bit exposed in that scheme if they have him blocking too often. Um, and I think Tucker Craft can find his way on the field, even though I've heard Musgrave has looked really, really good during OTAs, but um, has had some injury history in the past. So I think uh, there is some upside and some some room to play for Tucker Craft to get on the field, especially in year one, two, because they do need a guy who can block at that tight end position. I like that. I, if you went before me on tight ends and took your Penn Stater, he was going to be my guy. I was going to take Brent Strange. So. Yeah, I think I, I, think I, uh, I don't think I understood the assignment on this one. I think my guys were a little, a little too deep. Well, D- Dean's well, drafting Dean... like a Dean's drafting like a USFL team. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I, was, I, I, don't bad. Think... I honestly looked at Brent Strange and I was going to say him, but I was like, oh, is that deep enough? I'm an idiot. I, the the that I should have went with that. I don't think I think Koontz is the highest rated uh, guy that you had, like drafted wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was drafted in the seventh round. I know. Dude, Jaron Hall, Bryce Ford, Wheaton. Oh, Jaron Hall, Jaron Hall. Guys, but, so the, Jaron the, Hall be the on fans like are going to squad, right? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the, okay, fan, the fans are going to listen to this episode and going to get to their rookie mock drafts, like taking Zach Koontz in the second round, like deep sleeper. I feel like I helped <laughs> no one in this podcast. But that's okay. <laughs> the best is the, I hope, the Bryce, I hope someone laughed. The best was the Bryce Ford Wheaton, and he had to uh, say he was a highly, highly regarded UDFA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was. He was. He was like one of the first scooped. Oh, that's good. All right, fellas, that's going to wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you enjoyed our rookie dynasty draft. Stay with us. Big week next week. It is the start of our summer scouting. We are already done with this 2023 class. I never want to see or talk about them ever again. Uh, We're moving on to 2024. We got the quarterbacks, a massive position, obviously, coming up in this upcoming class. So the boys are fired up. We're grinding out tape. Dean, you grinding out tape yet? Yeah. (laughs) All right. As always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at two tackles with the number two. And stick with us as we continue this 2023 offseason, fellas. Appreciate you.